views expressed in this program are those of the participants. Racism, maybe? I'm Daniel Metz. I'm Robert Vaughn. And this is The Daniel Metz Show. Quote, so interesting to see progressive Democrat congresswomen who originally came from countries whose governments are a complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupt and inept anywhere in the world, if they even have a functioning government at all. Now loudly and viciously tell the people of the United States, the greatest and most powerful nation on earth, how our government is to be run. Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came? Then come back and show us how it is done. Tweeted Donald J. Trump, President of the United States. And those on the left screened racism! And some on the right, and I'm looking at you, Ben Shapiro, called it almost racist. Back, Wano. President Trump is not calling out the so-called squad of Ilhan Omar, AOC, Rashida Tlaib, and Ayanna Presley based on their race, but their ideology. They are self-avowed socialists, communists, anti-Semites, and Islamists. And he's forcing the Democratic Party to circle the wagons around them, and thereby forcing them to show their true ideological colors to the world. The social quad doesn't identify as American, and what Trump said is only racist if you only see ideology in terms of race. He was saying that if you don't appreciate the freedoms that are defended by the government of the United States, then go find a country that supports what you believe, like maybe the ones you or your family fled from. So, Robert, is this 4D chess in order to force the Democratic Party to abandon their centrist members in order to embrace the far left? Or is he just another racist who should go back to where he came from? <laughs> I think Trump is a genius for making the Democrats respond all the time to the extreme fringe of their party. Because then, in the minds of the, the electorate, Whenever anybody says Democrat, they just think lunatic. And that's not far or from Or socialist, but that's the same. <laughs> yeah. This band of Democrats in the House, <laughs> I have never seen a more uncivilized, ignorant, disrespectful, uh, racist, mm -hmm. and uh, juvenile bunch of people occupying that august chamber in my lifetime. It's quite amazing that these people were actually elected, voter fraud aside, actually elected <laughs> by a significant proportion of the American electorate. That doesn't speak well for that great country. No. But what does speak well is that um, they're also willing to elect Donald Trump as president. And uh, quite a good number of Republicans who are more civil, a little more intelligent, and um, take their responsibilities with a little more seriousness than the Democrats do. The tweet itself, um, it's, it's, it's a, um, to go back to your own country is, I, it, I don't know, it's almost it's like a common, it's a common insult. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean literally go back to your own country because three of the four of them were born in the United States. I think what Bill Whittle had to say on the topic is a little more appropriate, and that is that when he says go back to your own country, he's talking about the ideas. Yeah. They're un-American. These are not Americans. They may have a citizenship card, and one of them probably illegally obtained. But <laughs> Yes, um, I've heard a lot about that recently. Yeah, but these aren't Americans. A citizenship card and taking an oath apparently means nothing to people with no integrity. 
So they're not Americans, all four of them, and most of the Democrats. I would say that there probably are some honorable members in that party in the House, but these four in particular are not Americans, because America, as Bill Whittle quite rightly pointed out, is an idea. Yes. They don't share that idea. They don't belong in that country, citizens or not. They should go to the countries they espouse the ideas of, most notably maybe Venezuela, North Korea. If the Soviet Union still existed, they'd fit right in. But, yeah. So what, what's a guy like Donald Trump or any sane person supposed to do except say, go back to your own country? Well, and it's funny because um, Donald Trump has a way of distracting people from other issues. He, he's like a, a laser pointer and the media are like a cat chasing a little red dot. And he, he wields that so effectively that he, he controls the narrative. He knows exactly how to manipulate what people are going to be talking about and what issues are going to be prominent in the news. This is a nothing burger. But people keep talking about it and then Nancy Pelosi has to go kiss and make up with AOC and the squad when they've been already fighting. Oh, guess what they were calling each other? Oh, racists. And now they all have to make up and now Nancy Pelosi has to defend the squad because you, orange man bad, you can't agree with him. So you have to do, you have to go to the other side and embrace the far, far left. And they're so insane. <laughs> like, I mean, look at the presidential candidates that they're fielding. I mean, when, when you know, Joe Biden looks like the sane one on the field, you know you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Creepy Uncle Joe likes to sniff little girls' hairs and massage their shoulders. And he's the one that looks like he's just like a grandpa compared to everybody else. It's just yeah. amazing. I, I, I saw a um, portion of the Democrat hopeful debate, and it's quite, quite a, a, a gong show of, like I was trying to say before, uh, ignorant, inept, disrespectful, uncivil people, uh, with with some rare exceptions. For example, I saw what's his name, Buddha Judge, on um, a talk show, and he came across as quite an affable, amiable um, guy who you you would like, and who seemed to speak, um, I don't know, truthfully, um, with integrity and a bit of honor, but. Then they talked about politics, <laughs> and, he, and he was just as lunatic as, as anybody else in the democratic field. Well, when um, they all put up their hand to say that, oh yes, we all support uh, paying for illegal immigrants' health care, they all put their hands up. Yeah. Okay, you really want to bankrupt your country even faster than you're doing it now? Good job, guys. Bravo. Yeah. See, that's the thing, is that you can have these people, and they can, in normal life, seem mm. to be quite nice people and quite intelligent people and civil people and even polite people. But you put them in the political arena, it's like putting lions in the uh, arena over in Rome during, <laughs> during the time of Caesar. Um, they become animals, absolute animals. And their worst nature comes out and everybody has to suffer because well, of it. Well, and that's the thing I... Th think about the squad is they don't seem like likable people yeah. they seem very like I mean um there's that uh, clip that's been making the rounds of the rebel reporter who's trying to ask um Ilhan Omar to denounce uh, the Antifa violence and terrorism and she just ignores him walks in and pretends he's not in there she was the one also who called Donald Trump not human um they have no sense of grace about them they have no sense of this is just politics 
when you're you're a normal person you have to be a normal person they don't seem to they take this like hardcore religion personally and it comes across the vitriol from it comes across in waves yeah unfortunately though i think they're symptomatic of an entire segment of the culture down there because if you look at not just the politicians but the people putting the stuff out at on netflix or hollywood or the talk mm -hmm. show hosts <laughs> you will see that same kind of ignorance and incivility reflected back. It's a culture that's down there of the left, and it starts when you enter your child into the public school system. Mm -hmm. And I blame teachers um, for most of what's going on, but again, they're just a symptom of, uh, of it as well, because the entire culture of the United States, and not just the United States, but the Western world, is, is eating itself it's destroying itself and it feeds on itself and you can go right from universities primary school elementary school high school what's on TV what's on the radio the music that people listen to the films they watch all of this stuff is a feeding a very hateful racist uh, ignorant ideology of the left and it's almost impossible to stop I wonder if we will um, be able to stop it in time or shall we just devolve into what, for example, Venezuela or the Soviet Union did, or communist China is? Um, Are you I, becoming I a collapsinist? Pardon? Are you becoming a collapsinist? One of those people who believes that the, the, you have to collapse a society and rebuild it from the ground up again and make it right this time? No, I don't think you have to. I think that that's probably what happens. I mean, yep, it happened the, in the Soviet Union. It happened in... Uh, Rome, it after happened. After Mao Zedong, it's, happen it's happening in, in Venezuela. I mean, Venezuela will survive. It won't be like this all the time. I mean, history shows that people do throw out the despots after a time and improve their society. Sometimes it takes a hundred years. And it's harder for us because the culture is so inculcating these negative bad ideas into the, the youth and society as a general, and it makes it harder to fight with good ideas because the right does not control the culture at all. There's little peaks here and there, but it does not, it can't hold on to it. Because yeah. we don't believe in entertainment. We only believe in cold hard facts, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I forget who it was who said that you don't see uh, rock stars singing about economic virtue. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or or a, balance, a good balance sheet, or you know, something that people on the right were, are known for. For example, or tax freedom rates. of speech or anything like that. The odd tune comes out. But um, and you get the odd band like Rush out there, who can yeah. I was just thinking seeing about that. But um, no, in general, all the rock stars are lefties, um, in general, and um, the movies are lefty, and the, the videos and the films and the songs and the talk shows—they're all so far on the left. It's it's quite disheartening sometimes, unfortunately. Well, yeah, because I find I, I don't watch TV or movies anymore because. I see, I've, I've been woked or black, red-pilled or whatever it is, and so now I see the messages. It's so blatant. There's not, they're not even subtle anymore. I can go back and watch Friends or something. You go, yeah, okay, the lesbian wedding and that kind of stuff. They're starting to put stuff into the, the culture that hadn't been there previously, but that was fine. Now it's just like, we're going to beat you over the head with it, and you will sit there and enjoy it, or you're racist, homophobic, misogynist, whatever. And it's like, no, I just don't care anymore. It's like why I still have yet to see... Star Trek Discovery second season. I mean, I was a big Trekkie from day one back mm -hmm. in the 60s. And I followed everything that that 
that that um, canon ever produced. But this latest incarnation is like so distasteful because you're they are hitting overhead with leftist ideology, sometimes brutally, sometimes subtly. It's just a little poke here and a well. And the there, fact that the creators of this so-called art now come out and tell you what the art means. So there already there, there's no left. It's not left for your interpretation. Oh no. That person's supposed to be a lesbian. Oh no, that person's supposed to represent Donald Trump. No, no, this, these people over here, they're white supremacists. They tell you what they're saying in their art. No, the art's supposed to speak for itself. They're defeating the purpose. And that, so they've gone so far. <laughs> they're not even gonna let you watch, don't even bother watching. We'll just tell you what it means. And then you're gonna accept it. <laughs> yeah, luckily though, there are, there are bright spots out there. And every now and then um, people like you and I and our, our, our sane friends can, uh, read some good books, watch some <laughs> good films, though sometimes you have to go back to the 40s to find something that's good to watch. And, um, you know, there are good, good, it's good music out there, and there's no need for you or I or anybody else for that matter to watch the crap that they're putting out or listen to the nonsense that they're putting out. We've got our stuff. We can, we can watch that. We can entertain ourselves with that and be educated with facts rather than nonsense. So you can live a rather peaceful, intelligent life if you chose, if you chose to do so. Oh, come on, where's the fun in that? <laughs> yeah, I know, that's why we get involved in politics because it's exactly. so messy. And, and it's disturbing and ugly show. and horrible. And <laughs> you gotta get our drama well, somewhere. Well, yeah, it, obviously, otherwise life would be really boring. Well, Robert, I think we should go back to where we came from. So we have a chance to do another show in the future, and we'll talk again soon. Cheers. If you've enjoyed this presentation, visit JustRightMedia.org for more programming that's not right-wing, it's just right.